a great idea, but looking at what we're dealing with now and the expectations, we're not sure if this really is going to work because they're the ones that are actually in the classroom. So they can tell you, okay, is this feasible with what I'm dealing with right now with the 25 students in my classroom or the 30 students in my classroom? Welcome to the Teacher's Impact Podcast, or better yet known as The Tip, where teachers can come to master their craft, use their voice, and enhance student learning. Hi, this is episode 62 of The Tip, better yet known as The Teacher's Impact Podcast. On this episode, we'll be discussing four ways to retain quality teachers. But before we get started, I would like to encourage you to share, favor, and rate because we would like to get to 1,000 downloads per episode. Right now, we're about 60 to 100 episodes and we want to get to 1,000 downloads. If you would take the time to share this episode to anyone that you think it might help, it will be greatly appreciated. All right, so let's get into it. So we're talking about retaining quality teachers, and this is something that we've been hearing about with the great resignation and a lot of teachers leaving the profession. And yes, so I wanted to give my thoughts about this, how we can retain quality teachers. All right, so the first tip is to actively seek teachers to be active members of leadership conversations. So a lot of times in schools, we have leadership teams, we have different types of administrative teams, district teams, and classroom teachers are not a part of the conversation. And this is one of the ways that we can start to retain quality teachers by making them a part of the conversation and teachers in the classroom. And so this is very important because... For example, if you have a school leadership team that has a variety of stakeholders, including instructional coaches, guidance counselors, members of the administrative staff, need to have classroom teachers on that team. Classroom teachers are able to say, to speak up and to say, okay, hold on a minute, that's a great idea, but looking at what we're dealing with now and the expectations we're not sure if this really is going to work because they're the ones that are actually in the classroom. So they can tell you, okay, is this feasible with what I'm dealing with right now with the 25 students in my classroom or the 30 students in my classroom? So having those classroom teachers on the leadership team helps you to validate or support and to give you realistic expectations of what you can expect when you put an initiative out. And thinking about this, when working at my previous school, the school leadership was was very active with making decisions and implementing change. A vital part of that change was when the classroom teachers that were involved on the team spoke up about a certain certain initiative and what it would look like. It made a difference because the administrative team was able to get a different perspective and they were able to make changes and to make adjustments to whatever they were trying to implement. So that's the first tip, making sure that there are classroom teachers on your school leadership teams where they have a voice and they can speak up. 
The second tip is to consider the lens when looking at how to retain teachers. This is based on Elena Aguilar's work. She has a book about coaching, very important book for principals, instructional coaches to read. And she talks about the the different lens you're looking through when you're trying to demystify a problem when it comes to different things. And when looking at a different lens for teacher retention, you have to look at it to see how these different lens impact the problem and how can we use this lens to help us solve the problem. So she talked about, I'm not going to name all of the lenses, but I'm going to name a few that she talks about. So she talks about the lens of inquiry where you're encouraging questions such as what perspective am I seeing this from? What types of data supports What types of data do we have that support teacher retention or lack thereof? So this is about questioning. So if you're thinking about teacher retention, what are some questions that you can ask the team, your leadership team, your teachers, as to how about going about looking at these problems? All right. And that can also come through surveys, which we'll talk about a little bit later. All right. The second lens is the lens of change management. How change, and this is looking at how change might be made and an, ala- and an analysis of the conditions for change and the leadership needed to be present. So questions like, what are the strengths? What skills does leadership need to, de- to develop to retain teachers? So looking at teacher retention, what are some skills that the leadership needs to develop so that they can treat so that they can you can retain new teachers the school can retain new teachers this is something that's not it's talked about but in a way that's sometimes not helpful because not only do the teachers need the skills but the leadership team needs the skills to retain teachers okay what are the strengths that we have so far that are helping us to retain our teachers? Everything is not always 100% bad. So what are some of the things that we're doing to help retain the teachers that are already there? What's making them stay? All right. The third lens is the lens of system thinking. So systems thinking is the things we see happening are what's supposed to be happening. So the system is creating these things and these things that we're seeing is what's supposed to happen. And it's also, uh, she talks about, Elena Aguilar, she talks about it being a complex set of interactions. Okay, so I look at this as also cause and effect. How is this? And she, she Elena Aguilar, one of the questions that she gives us is, how is the system designed to promote whatever problem you're having? So. The question to think about in another way is, how is the system designed to promote teachers leaving? So what are the things that are happening in our schools that's pushing teachers away? How is the system designed? Is it the workload? Is it the the class sizes? Is it the scheduling? What are the things that is designed to promote teachers leaving? That's looking at it from a system perspective. All right. So the the other lens is the lens of adult learning that she talks about. So taking into consideration how adults learn. So if you're looking at teacher retention from a lens of adult learning, what are some things in our professional development that we can address that focuses on adult learning, how teachers grow, how do principals? What are some things that principals need to do 
when looking at professional development with lens of adult learning. So a lot of times we'll consider, we don't take into consideration teachers' experiences that they bring to the table to design our professional development. So how, and how does that play into teacher retention? Okay, are all the professional development coming from outside sources? How can we incorporate teachers' experiences? Can we have a professional development day where teachers are leading the professional development? This is one of the things, and it works very successfully because I've seen it done, and teachers absolutely love it because you're sharing your expertise and you're taking into account the lens of adult learning. So that's the second tip. Before we get to the third tip, so when looking at this, we can use different lenses to define the problem, the possible causes, gather the data, and then come up with a clear plan of action. The third tip to retain quality teachers is to use and implement teachers' feedback. And there are lots of times when the school leadership is seeking feedback only to find out that for some reason or another, teachers didn't fill out the survey. And I, one of the reasons why teachers don't fill out survey is because, again, it's tons and tons of surveys all the time. And what happens is if the feedback that's given in the survey is not used, then what's the point of me filling out the survey? What's the point of the teacher filling out the survey? So if you're going to do surveys, you have to be strategic about how you're doing it. In my opinion, it's better to give one comprehensive survey than to have these little multiple surveys about every little different thing. Because when you do one comprehensive survey, you get to examine all of the areas that affect teacher retention and then goals can be developed from that survey. Teachers can also then give more actionable and specific feedback instead of we need more time. So there are surveys out there. I know there is one from uh, New Jersey, the New Jersey Department of Education that my previous school used. And it was very helpful because we were able to get concrete data and not you know, nothing against Google or the forms that we create on our own, but we got concrete data to really help us solve the problem that we were looking at. This is at my previous school, and it's a survey from the New Jersey, a school survey from the New Jersey Department of Education. Once the survey is completed and you're looking at the data, you're talking about it, thinking about what you can do, it's important to take action and make the necessary changes because if you don't, you will lose trust and credibility with the teachers in your building. And this is so important. If you give a survey, please make sure you take into consideration the feedback that you get from your teachers. Once you take that feedback into consideration, it will help you to implement more things to make more change because the teacher will say oh okay my voice really does make a difference what i'm saying is being implemented it's being listened to so we're going to keep doing we're going to keep talking we're going to keep sharing our opinions saying how we feel and it also builds a level of trust because you're following through on what you said that you would do okay that's tip number three number four is set the tone that it's a partnership with your teachers. Unfortunately, 
sometimes a shared goal or vision is not embodied within the school culture. It creates an us then men, us against them mentality. So what I mean by this is that in some schools, it's this mentality of teachers against administrators, administrators against teachers. But if you set the tone that we are working as a partnership at the beginning of the year, going back to the lens of adult learning, oh, I'm not imposing on you what you need to do. This is a partnership so that we can reach the goal as a team. And it's also important to demonstrate to teachers that your goal is to work with them and not to work against them to achieve whatever school-wide goals you're working with. And it's important for us as teachers to sometimes to look at the bigger picture and realize that it's not just our one classroom. There's multiple classrooms that make up a school and multiple schools that make up a district. So going back to the lenses, looking at uh, pers- perspective taking, the teacher's perspective and the administrator's perspective. So knowing that it's a par- partnership working together to reach the goal. These are some tips that I have for retaining quality teachers. I just wanted to add one more thing. So, and this one is for the teachers. If you know, all these things are being implemented, I want you to feel empowered to make sure that you can speak up, okay? So, you know, we say we don't have a voice. We say that we don't, we're not a part of conversations. But when we do, we need to make sure that we take the opportunity to let our voice be heard and to articulate in the best way possible what we need to, what change, what type of change we need to see in our schools. All right. So the key takeaways from this episode on how to retain quality teachers is to seek and let teachers be a part of leadership conversations. Number two, consider the lens. Number three, use and implement teachers' feedback. Number four, set the tone of partnership. All right, that was a lot. All right, so thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check out the website, teachersimpact.net. If you found this content helpful, please share, favor, and rate on your favorite podcast app. Remember, our goal is to get to 1,000 downloads per episode. All right, and if you share, it helps the show to grow, reach more teachers, and have an impact. You can email me at teachersimpacteducation at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram at Teachers Impact Podcast, Twitter at Shani Marie O. Happy learning and growing.